From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. Hard to believe it was two weeks ago tonight that we were on the air here on Sports Talk with Jock, and, and the first NBA player, Rudy Gobert, had, had just tested positive. We had that really weird scene happening with the Utah Jazz. And then, of course, minutes later, the NBA season was suspended. The next day, the NHL season was suspended. And here we are two weeks later, and, and how the world has changed. And, you know, we're going to Vancouver tonight on Sports Talk with Jock. He, he's a regular feature here during the football season. I'm talking about my CFL insider, Mr. Glenn Suter. Uh, Glenn, how, how are you, first of all? Yeah, doing well, Jock, and, and sort of in hibernation like everyone else, yeah. trying to do to do the best we can to help our healthcare workers and the frontline healthcare people uh, get this under control and, you know, make sure that they don't get overwhelmed. I, I, I think, you know, again, that message sounds, it sounds by this time now, after three or four weeks of it, almost preachy, but you know, it's it's important that if you if you don't have to go in, or if it's a non-essential service that you're working at, then um, try and stay home if you can. It'll, it'll help, and it'll help to uh, stop this thing or get it under control anyway. So, yeah, North Vancouver is is one of the sort of hot spots in Canada. And uh, we've been being very careful for well over a month now, well before, uh, you know, Pierre Trudeau or any of the government officials sort of stepped in and said, we've got to start restricting gathering sizes and things. We, uh, about two weeks before that, I just, I just had a bad feeling in the, in, in looking around the world and what was happening in Italy and how quickly it was growing, I thought, you know, I'm just going to step out of it. And, and fortunately, you know, some people can't do that because of their jobs and things, right. but, um, you know, and, and, and radio for you, for, as a matter of fact, is, a, is an essential service to keep people informed and, and, and to distract as well, to distract when it comes to sports, and that's one thing that sports is great at. Hey, there's there's no question about that. And and you were telling me earlier today when we were setting this interview up that uh, you actually had a huge trip. It was a once in a lifetime experience. You were you were going to be heading to Italy in February. Obviously, uh, that was postponed pretty darn quick. Boy, we yeah, really we're well lucky, but also looking ahead again. You know, uh, a couple of months ago when I saw this start in in China and then grow into Europe and Italy became sort of the northern Italy became the the epicenter. Um, I was looking at it when there was just, I mean, five to ten cases and thinking with my friend. I was going with a buddy who's Italian and a history teacher, and we were going to do the whole sort of cultural look at Normandy, the beaches of Normandy and Rome and the Colosseum and where the gladiators, you know, went were were competing and all of that and and we're going to do this entire trip including liverpool and london because we're beatles fans and look at this entire trip canceled it all um again well before it broke out i just i had a bad feeling that there's there was going to be sort of a a drag your feet response early on from governments just listening to what was happening in the states how they were handling it hadn't really heard from justin trudeau and i thought you know what, I'm not sure if it wasn't that they weren't taking it seriously, but it's unprecedented, and no one knows how to handle this, really, so they're kind of learning as they go. But we canceled it all, and, and lucky, because we got stu- I'd be right now probably stuck in Italy, in Rome, 
and not be able to get out of there. Yeah, it's 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 so true. And, and, and where you're supposed to be today, I believe you're supposed to be in Toronto. The CFL Combine was supposed to start tomorrow. Uh, you were going to be taking part yeah. in the CFL Rules Committee football operations. We're meeting today, and 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 hey, right now we don't know. Uh, you know, and and, and the CFLPA uh, they're warning their players be prepared for the worst. The season may not start on time, and and the way mm-hmm. things are trending, I I would not be surprised. And again, I'm only speculating here. I would not be surprised if the CFL season doesn't start on time. Well, I, yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I, I know that the league would be, and the and the board of governors right now are working on uh, alternative plans. You know, whether it's a half a season or starting late, postponing it, postponing training camp, shortening, um, you know, maybe one preseason game. I, I'm not even sure what the details of the of the other options could be, but they've got to work on a, including including the worst case scenario, which is canceling the season. Um, and no one wants to. Everyone hopes that that doesn't happen. No one wants to think that way. But I think you got to prepare if you're in the league office right now and you're Randy Ambrosi and the Board of Governors for a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. And maybe a half a season where it's a 10-game season and competing for the Grey Cup at the same time. I'm not sure what the answer will be. No one does. No one knows. So we're going to have to wait and see. But when you see that the Olympics are pushed to 21 and the Canadian team wouldn't even go if they were going to leave it there uh, at the other date. That was in June. Our, our July, our season starts in June, uh, May for training camps. Yeah, I, I think it's unrealistic to think we're going to start on time. Yeah, and, and you know what's interesting too, Glenn, is you know the, the fact is once you start losing weeks and, and, and there's still the unknown, it's not like Major League Baseball, so you can't make up a bunch of games playing you know doubleheaders, and, right. and, and I'm not sure you can bump the, the Great Cup game back any, any further than, than where it is right now. So, you know, that, that's the restrictions, I think, facing the Canadian Football League. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe a week or two, maybe yeah. early December is possible, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, just when you think how would you handle it and you're sort of going through scenarios, I, I've been thinking, you know, a shortened season, like a, a half a season, a 10-game season, something like that. Uh, maybe if if everything got out of control and we could start playing football by end of August and sort of do Labor Day to the end of the year as scheduled mm-hmm. and play in the third week in November as we always do, the Grey Cup, and this year in Saskatchewan, um, you know, maybe that's an alternative. I, I'm not sure, but again, you you gotta you gotta go backwards from the spot you're at. And right now, players can't be training. Uh, all the gyms are closed and unless you have a weight set and a track in your backyard. Uh, you you know, people are in isolation. So that's what the Olympic athletes are facing too. That. Right. They, they can't train and be prepared, so that leads to injuries when you start too quick and, and you shorten camps and things like that. So lots to consider here. Uh, let's keep our finger, fingers crossed. The most important thing is to get control of this thing, help our, our health care workers, who, by the way, just a great a shout-out to those guys because and girls because, you know, we always talk about football players being courageous and, and, and brave and, and all of that. They are frontline heroes right now in my books. I mean, these, these guys are at the front of it, 
and they're putting themselves in harm's way to take care of people. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, when I get off the air at 8 o'clock tonight, I, the first thing I always do is I'm driving home and I call my mom. And, and of course, she lives in Vancouver down in yeah. the West End there in, 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 in a condo downtown. And, and every time I call her now, uh, she's got the window open and everybody from their balconies are doing what they're kind of doing in Italy. They're making lots of noise in Vancouver. So we're, we're thinking what we could do here in Calgary to do the same thing to uh, celebrate those health care workers. So uh, my, my idea on Twitter today was, was let's light the uh, Olympic flame on top of the Calgary Tower like uh, for one hour every night at, at 8 o'clock or something. I think it would be fantastic. So, hey, everybody's coming up with their ideas to uh, to basically recognize these 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 imperative you know so yeah. important workers and, and I think that's great yeah absolutely and that's a great idea and um, you know just something to say that we are thinking about you but yeah. the best way that the individual you and I can help is to stay home as oh, much yeah. as possible Social and try distancing. and as they as they say and it, it's been spoken many times now but flattening that curve mm. so the system isn't overwhelmed is so important he's our cfl insider uh, glenn Suter, joining us tonight here on sports talk with jock so so let's let's have a little bit of fun here so so let's just assume that glenn Suter was in the cfl rules committee meetings today uh, mm-hmm. uh we had dave dickinson on the show last week he would like to see a tweak in the in the rouge uh, doesn't yeah. like seeing uh, you know a single point awarded for a missed field goal especially if it goes through the end zone so uh, where does where does glenn Suter stand what rules would you be uh, uh you know putting on the table today if you if you had the the clout yeah you know the rules committee over the last four or five years have really gone through some drastic changes and and these are smaller and this year i think even you know the the look across the board at the rules that they're going to talk about and and possibly tweak were not quite as big a deal as as the difference that we've seen in how the quarterback is handled and pass interference and video replay and all of these other things that have changed over the last four or five years but that one with the rouge is an interesting one and and I'm on I think it's we're ready. I think it's time mm-hmm. in the evolution of the game to tweak that rule. And the way I would tweak it because it, well, let me let me just go start with the way I tweak it. The way I tweak it is to say any ball that is not playable that goes out the back or the side of the end zone is not a point awarded. There's no point awarded. Right. I, I think if if it goes out and can't be played, so it's a short field goal, you miss it, it sails out into the crowd, no chance to play it, no point awarded. Because we want to leave the option for the return. First of all, it's a 25-yard field with a goal post at the goal line, so that means that if, you know field goals that are 38 to 58 yards can be missed and played. And we want to keep the return element of a missed field goal in play in the Canadian Football League. I I think that's a real exciting get-out-of-your-seat-if-you're-a-fan type play when a guy can take it 120 yards for a score the opposite way on a missed field goal. We don't want to lose that completely. And this is not because of the game in Edmonton or, or excuse me, Toronto where the returner stepped out of the back of the end zone and made a mistake. I'm talking about the ones that miss and can't be played uh, no point awarded. I think that the league is ready. I, I agree with 100%. Uh, so the other one that was floated out there with Randy's uh, road trip, and I talked to Dave about this uh, last mm-hmm. week as well, is you know you still have your East, you still have your West, your, your top team uh, in each division is seated one, two, and then and then you just take the rest and you seat accordingly. Dave Dickinson is convinced that this is long overdue as well. Uh, uh, do you agree or disagree? 
I, I like it too. I, I really do. I, I still think you could have your divisional winners. I, I, I saw Randy's question to the fans across his uh, road trip, and the only thing I would take out is that the the first place teams can't pick their no. Their no, no one likes that one. No one likes no, that. No, one. Yeah, that that, <laughs> that just seems way too corny, and I don't think he's going to put it in. And and hey, first of all, I love that Randy is is testing the waters. I mean, yeah. this is the way you do it. You know, you go out and you talk about it, and you see what people say and what the reaction is and then go from there. So, yeah, I don't think that they should pick, but I like the idea of winning your division, getting the bye, and then the rest of the playoff teams are seeded. Mm-hmm. And then the top seeds, you know, the top seed plays the sixth-place team. and, and the, Vice versa, yeah. You yeah, and then whoever wins those games, because you could see the upset, again, you go by seeding, mm-hmm. To play the top opponents in the in the divisions, so makes perfect sense in my book. So. Yeah, and I I think we're ready for it. I I really do because it it keeps a small element of the East West. You win your division, but it but it it allows for seeding the rest of the way and the regular season, especially in the back half of the season, would become that much more important. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, and I'll let you go after this one because I'm running out of time here, but uh, the NHL today postponed the, the NHL draft. At this point, the CFL draft is going to proceed as scheduled on April the 30th, but, you know, they, they do that mostly over the conference call. I guess TSN has done a good job in the last couple of years as well. Uh, are, are you hearing anything on that front? Yeah, I think they should still, you know, business as usual, as long as you can do it safely. Uh, if you can do it through video chats, I know I know rules committee will be done that way probably too, or it's going to be, you know, video conferencing uh, that, that guys and governors can stay at their homes. Uh, so we're abiding by the rules that we all should be abiding by. I, I think you can do it. I, I just, the one thing that's bothered me a little bit is, and it's a perception thing only, Jock, is the... The NFL talking about multi-million dollar salaries mm. at a time when so many people are going to be out of work and worried about just paying the rent and, and putting food on the table for the next couple of months. Uh, and that's more of a, just a perception thing than than anything because they should be business as usual. And if it's free agency and you're signing players, great. But I don't need. I don't think you need to put it on your website that Tom Brady makes fifty million dollars a year or whatever it is. I you know I. That's been a bad look in my mind, but but if you can do it safely, just continue to to be optimistic that and I believe in our scientists and our medical personnel in the country and around the world that we're going to find an answer to this or they will. And when they do, this is going to come to an end. And so we want to be ready when it does, uh, as long as you can do it safely again and and stay at home and do it if you if it's at all possible. Nice positive way to end this chat. Uh, hey Glenn, great talking football with you. Uh, glad to hear your family is safe and uh, and be safe, be healthy and uh, uh, we'll have to do it again real soon. Yeah, thanks Jock. Appreciate it. Glenn Suter, our CFL insider, right here on the home of the Calgary Stampeders. And, and yeah, like we like we speculated, and again, it's only speculation at this time, uh, you certainly fear for an 18-game regular season in the Canadian Football League. It's just not trending in the right direction right now. But, hey, fingers crossed, fingers crossed uh, that things can get a little bit better. Uh, not only here in Calgary, but across this country, across North America, and across the world as well. A little more football talk coming for uh, coming your way, probably about 7.45 tonight. Bryant Mitchell 
former CFL star, now trying his luck with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right, our friends at uh, 630 Ched tracked down Bryant Mitchell. So looking forward to that conversation at about 745. When we come back on Sports Talk with Jock, a couple of high-profile athletes with uh well one was very emotional one one video today and if you haven't seen it i'm going to play it for you carl anthony towns he is a 24 year old from the minnesota timberwolves his mom is in a medically induced coma because of covid19 and then we're also going to hear from the notorious connor mcgregor as connor pleaded to Irish politicians and officials today for a full countrywide lockdown. It was passionate. Uh, we'll play that for you when we come back right here on Sports Talk with Chuck.